Listen, I have an idea. An idea. An idea. Whatever today has given you Five eleven headaches still call it Thanksgiving True Welcome to another edition of the Super Duper Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Griggs, here with the super producer, Ez McMahon. Yes. <laughs> What's going on, Rob? How you doing, man? I'm good, my man. How about yourself? I am doing very well. Glad to be here. Yeah, I'm going to jack that hat, man. I'm going to jack that hat. But thank you for checking out. <laughs> hey, you know what we haven't done in Grandstand a while, Grandstand 35th Street, man. You Grandstand. Know what we have, you know, we got to do this next episode. A, uh, What's that? A country check-in, you know what I'm saying? We used to go through the countries oh, yeah, that, yeah, 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 you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. We'll do the next episode, man, yeah, to talk absolutely. about the countries that listen to us, because we are uh, internationally known, locally respected, but thank you for checking out the Super Duper Pod. We do not take your listens lightly. Uh, make sure you follow us on all socials. Uh, what's up, Sarah, at Super Duper Pod, S-U-P-A-D-P-A-P-O-D, I almost forgot, and at HP53 <laughs> Reductions. You can always follow us on TikTok. At super duper r.o. Uh, so again, make sure you follow us on our socials and online at hp53productions.com for our merch and additional content, such as the Father Good podcast and the Easy Smoke and GM podcast. You guys recorded this week? We did. We did. Uh, okay. We talked about the Bears' uh, new offensive coordinator, Shane Waldron. Um, what else did we talk about? We talked about the NFL playoffs, obviously. Adrian Griffin getting fired in Milwaukee yesterday. Yeah, that was wild. That was wild, man. 41 games in. 40, like, yeah. It's like, yeah. beat it, bro. Beat it, bro. Second in the East. And yeah, we hate like, you. Yeah, yeah, we hate we're you. good. <laughs> and then they hired, while we were while we were recording, they hired uh, Doc. Doc Rivers. So. That was wild, too. I, and listen, I listened to, uh, you know, Doc was on the Bill Simmons podcast, and I mean, Doc was living. He was like, yeah, I'm on vacation, baby. I'm playing golf all the time. I'm good. And he was like, hey, you want to coach the uh, second best team in the East? Giannis, sure, but I hate, I hate golf. <laughs> well, here's the deal. Number one, man, those deals, I, I learned that, uh, you know, sometimes we think that when the news comes out, yeah. this stuff like it just happened. Yeah. No, they've been talking about this for a little bit. There's yeah. no way they fired Adrian Griffin and got on the phone. Hey, Doc, you want to coach? Absolutely. Let's go. <laughs> He's like, I wouldn't do nothing. <laughs> no, no. This is this has been going on behind the scenes. I guarantee you that. So mm-hmm. uh so yeah, so good, good, good episode we had uh actually we we recorded last night. So yeah. Good stuff, good stuff. Yeah. And it's uh, you know, it's NFL conference championship weekend, man. That's gonna be pretty awesome. And then after that, just one more game for the Super. Do you watch the uh, new Pro Bowl like format no, they got with the no. flag football? I saw I it. I thought it was dope, man. No, I thought it was great. No, I turned. I flipped it on for a second last year, and then yeah, I, I'm good. This yeah. is no. You purist. No, jeez, I can't do it. And I, you know what? And and honestly, the even the. I mean, it's, it's fine. They're doing it. I think the kids probably love it, mm-hmm. but the Pro Bowl sucked too. So uh yeah, just can't win either way. There was go, a man. there was a time back in the day where the Pro Bowl was a really good game when they were actually, you know, they were somewhat playing ball, but it got to the point in the last say 10 years, mm-hmm. it turned into touch football with pads on and it it, it wasn't uh aesthetically pleasing. So uh kind of like the I'm NBA cool. All-Star I'm, game. I'm cool. It's it's it was worse than the NBA All-Star game. At least the NBA All-Star game was somewhat a form of basketball. Yeah. 
yeah, the Pro Bowl just just wasn't doing it. So it's fine what they're doing. I just won't be watching. Jeez, man, ass. He yeah. so I guess after the Super Bowl, you don't watch the Pro Bowl. You don't watch the NBA All Star Game. You just no. be watching nothing, huh? Uh, I watched the regular season basketball, and then and then hey, it's it's XFL season. Oh, well, that no, no, excuse it. me, it's the UFL. Stop, stop it. Let's just wrap they, this up. they they united <laughs> with the with the USFL. The uh, the XFL and the USFL have merged, and they mm-hmm. created the UFL. And so, yeah, yeah. I it's it good football. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. Well, check out this content and additional sports content at the Easy Smoke and GM Podcast wherever you get your podcast. So, as uh, real quick, man. So, of course, this is 2024. We don't say Happy New Year anymore because it's now. It's after MLK so, Day. So, so I'm, walk, I'm walking into work the other day, yeah. and uh, I saw someone that I hadn't seen in a while. We we worked together briefly on a on a, on a show, mm-hmm. and uh, he said Happy New Year to me. I was so disgusted. <laughs> I was like, Really, dude? Yeah, he ain't seen you. In the new year, I like, really do. It's January twenty second, man. Hey, no. hey. Now, I mean, he passed the deadline, but still, the rule is the same. Bro. <laughs> he had not seen you yet. Ain't want to wish you well. Come nah, on, man. Nah, that but, was unnecessary. But with the new year, you know, we we do this sometimes at the top of the year as uh, anniversaries, right? Of the of the year, things are old, and of course, they got some movies out. So these are these movies are 40 years old. So 1984 was they were cooking in 84. So Footloose. So okay, this actually still goes on my theme of movies I've never seen. I don't think I've ever seen Footloose. I'm fine with that. I've I'm seen Footloose. Okay. And it's actually a really it's a good movie, but you know, I okay, I get it. You didn't see Footloose. You were young. Yeah, I you know, I imagine. Didn't see but it. then you tell me that Ferris Bueller, you'd never seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off and that never that. Seen it. That's that makes no sense to me. I'm sorry. I, hey, I, I, I wondered that. that. I was like, why? Why haven't I seen this movie? I, I still, I still don't know to this day. I all can't the references, it out. all the references. I know what all. I know and, they all and, mean. I probably listen when I see the movie. I bet you I know most of it. I bet you I know most of it. <laughs> and maybe I saw and then forget. My my memory's been bad lately. Uh, Ghostbusters came out in 2024. 1984. Uh, 1984. Uh, you said 1884. Jeez, this did I say 18? Yeah, man. I, no, I just movie. I know I just said 84. I didn't uh, say so, 1884. So Ghost Ghostbusters came out. I did see Ghostbusters. Okay. Just in case you guys were wondering, uh, Gremlins. I actually remember all... seeing. I saw Ghostbusters and Gremlins at the theater. Man, dog. Yeah. Yes, yeah, man. I t- I said it before. In fact, I saw I saw Ghostbusters at the drive-in. Remember wow. the drive-in? Yeah, I remember yeah. that, man. Yeah. But my my parents, I remember vividly. They took me to one movie. My parents work nights, and yeah. I think I may have begged him to take me to see that He Man and She Ra movie. Okay, and I and I remember at the sitting, at the uh, at the drive-in. No, no, no. This was at like, I think we probably went to Evergreen. Oh, it's a regular theater. Okay, Evergreen okay. Okay. theater. Okay. okay, okay. And I re- I remember vividly. I'm excited in the mug, right? Just yeah. like ready to watch it. I look to my left, my dad knocked out. I mean, gone, brother, well, gone. I, mean, I look, I mean, no, no. On, I look, I look to the he right. Follow, he wasn't following that storyline. I look he to was... the right, my mother is, is just knocked. And I said, I'm never going to the movies with these two ever again. <laughs> and so I think I think that's probably why I was like, I'm cool on movies, whatever. I, I bet you. I that's bet that's you probably you, what happened. I bet you if you turn that movie on now, you fall asleep too. Hey, so listen, I forgave my parents when... uh. You know, took the chipmunks to some Paw Patrol play. Yeah, and me and their mom looked at each other, and it was just like, "Dog, what did we pay for?" And they were, they were like, 
having a blast that we were trying to figure out how to escape this thing. You know, <laughs> it's like, yo, are you? So that's when I was like, okay, mom, dad, I I understand. By the way, he he man and she was a really good movie though. Hey man, movie rocks. All the yes. movies rock, man. Even yeah. those like that we talked about before that GI Joe movie that was on that almost made me late for school because I had to see it to the end straight up, man. <laughs> uh, the Karate Kid, forty years old. Now, do you have you watched Cobra Kai? I've Absolutely, not, I've I'm big and big into Cobra Kai. Man. Okay, okay, I'm, I might. I'm you gotta wait, this. wait. You gotta catch up because season six is coming. The final season, yeah, I'm, I'm coming hearing, soon. I, I've heard great things, about, and I heard there was like a lull in one season, but then it kind of picked back up. So I'm no, just there up. was no lull, no lull. Okay, no lull. Okay, no, no. Cobra Kai is freaking phenomenal. Yo, Purple Rain is forty years old. That's wild. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> It feels. That's what I'm saying. Don't I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Purple. Rain. I think it's a great. It was a great, great movie. But uh, brought me the uh, the great uh, purify yourself in the in the waters of Lake Minnetonka scene. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna say anything else. That's it. Yes. We know. Uh, yes. <laughs> the Terminator '84 and West Craven's Nightmare on Elm Street. Right, I'm gonna. T- I'm gonna give you one. Yeah. I've never seen a Terminator. What? I've seen, that's wait, shocking. Wait, wait, wait. I've seen, I saw T2. Yeah? But not the first joint. <laughs> I, I never saw the first one, no. That's, wow. So you just no. kind of figured it out. To, you just like, well, I just, yeah, know, yeah I, I, I went through uh, basically just, just inferences from, from T2 to figure out, okay, this is what happened in See, the first one. All right. I, I think we freeing people, man, because I'm telling you. It's like you just assume that the world has seen up top. You, yeah, just, bro, you go along with it, bro. Never, never yeah. seen the first Terminator. We, 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 we freeing people here, man. Seriously. Uh, now, when Harry met Sally, I mean, that's just that's not eighty four, is it? That's eighty nine. I'm sorry, more oh, thirty five oh, years. Oh, okay, okay. So ninety four, The Lion King, Speed, like The Lion King. These are thirty year old movies. The Lion King is thirty years old. Okay. Well, we'll be 30 years old this year. Speed is 30 years old. It's like Keanu Reeves, man. He, you know. Speed okay. was such a good movie, man. So I still stand by, oh, by my movie star number one is Tom, Tom Cruise. That's still a fact. Shout out to my man Jay Lucas, who confirmed okay. it with me. Keanu Reeves is number two. Straight up. Because if Speed is 30 years old, think about how many movies he's done since Speed. And how many shifting movies he's done. Okay, so he's done action wise. He Point Break is one. Point Break, Speed, the Matrix, the, ma- the Matrix, the Matrix. Shout yeah. out to my math teacher. Uh, uh, yeah, and then John I, Wick, John, the John Wick movies. Yeah, he's he's in that conversation. Yeah, he's in there, dude. Yeah. But you know who we forgot to mention? Shout out to Westside. Who was that? Jean Claude Van Damme. No, we didn't. We 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 didn't forget that. We didn't. No. No, you sure? <laughs> you sure we didn't forget him? I don't no, remember saying him. Oh man. Okay, I give you. I give you first. Uh, not I'd say first blood. That's the blood that's, sport. That's the long blood sport. Yes, blood sport. Hey man, double blood impact. Sport. That you what you were feeling that double impact. No, no. So, so you saw that, but not Terminator. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Pulp Fiction is thirty years old. Wow. That was and it's funny, like now it's like when you first saw that movie, it's like, what is that? This is the weirdest movie I've ever seen in my life. 
No, I, yes. uh, man, that the way the way Tarantino did that over oh, yeah. that was genius. That's one of my that's one of my dad's favorite movies. Really? Yeah. So it's yeah. funny. So again, you know, my my pops and my parents really aren't really big movie buffs, but my dad loves Kill Bill. Okay. And like my dad, he usually he, I hope you heard this. Like when you watch a movie with my dad, you got it, you got almost have to see it beforehand. So either it's like really, really good where he ain't saying nothing, like he's watching it the entire time, yeah. or like it's halfway good and he's talking to you about like cars and like you know, he'll see something go, right. I used to drive a truck like that. So it's so son, I'll be like, hey man, I'm trying kill Bill. Bruh, yeah, he didn't say nothing. Bruh, bruh, kill Bill. He was quiet <laughs> as a mouse. At the end, he said, Hey son, Bill got to go. I I never forget that. Never forget that, man. But I don't see your dad being a kill bill guy, man. Oh, I don't, I don't he he loved kill dude. He loved Kill Bill. I mean, no, he just look. He was just looking at me the whole time, like, "What?" This all he kept saying, like, "For real?" And when when that credits came up, Bill got to go, son. He, he got to go. All right. Uh, so, nineteen ninety nine, twenty five years. So, The Matrix is twenty five years old. American Pie, Eyes Wide Shut, Six Sense. I was thinking about that movie the other day. Go ahead. What was your question? How many times did you see The Matrix in the theater? Probably like three. I think I saw it three times. And you know, and the mate that I think 1999 is probably the last time you saw a movie and didn't know what it was about completely. Like I think this is the year because like even Sixth Sense Matrix, you know what I'm saying? Because like when you went to see the Matrix, it was more you you kind of you knew what it was about. I remember vividly being like, okay, I don't know what it's about, but we'll go check it out. And when you leave that movie, you're like, yo, what the heck did I just see? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're like, yeah. you completely like, and so, but you had, they they did a great job of just like getting you to see the movie, but not telling you what the movie is about. Yeah. Like even with Sixth Sense, it's kind of like, well, what's this about? Well, you oh. know, Bruce Willis is in it. And it's like, it's a weird movie to the end. It's like, wait Sixth a second. Sense messed me up at the end. It's like, man. wait a second. Wait, wait a second. Wait. He been dead the whole time? <laughs> How did I not see this? He kept that closing that closet. Up. Dog, I'm that with you, my man. Mind. Then you go back and say, like, damn. Yeah, yeah, right. It was all right. It's right in front of you yeah. the whole time. The whole time. I love see, and I love movies like that where it's like the movie trash until like the last scene. It's like it's the greatest movie I've ever seen in my life. In my life, man. Now I've never seen Green Mile. That's twenty five years old. That'd be twenty five. I've old. never seen Green Mile. Say, look at us. Set, set that sales for you. I've never seen Green Mile. Didn't uh, Michael Clark Duncan won an Oscar for that? Right. I think so. Yeah. Let yeah. me see. Let me see. What man? The film. The film won five Academy Awards. Best picture, best actor, best director. Yo, Fight Club. Yo, they was cooking in 99. Fight Club is 25 years old. Wait, wait, wait. You said, wait, wait before you get to Fight Club, Green Mile won best picture, best actor. Best Who was director. best actor? I think Michael Clark Duncan. He was, he was, no, he wasn't. He wasn't. Wait, wait, uh, no, no, no. Who was the, who was this? Tom Hanks was the, was the leading role in that. In Green Mile? Yeah. Sure? Positive. I didn't even see the movie. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Positive. Okay. So they won Best Picture. Okay. Um, best Actor in a Supporting Role. So that okay, so article didn't finish actor, okay. it. Yeah, it did okay. finish it. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Best Sound, Best Writing. Man, that, maybe that movie's amazing. That movie's probably amazing. Yeah, got, that's, 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 we got to go back and check that out. Yeah, check that out, man. You know, yeah. preview. Uh, wow. All those awards, like, do you think an Oscar? Just because, let me try to say it this way. I thought about having an exercise of watching like the past movies that have won the Best Picture, 
okay. from an Oscar just to see like what am I missing? You know what I'm saying? Did, did it is hold it for up? real? Yeah. yeah, did it hold up? Because you yeah. know they can't all be wrong, and sometimes you know, hey, I'm sure there are movies I probably wouldn't see myself, but if I sat down and watched it, it's like that was a really great movie. I wonder, I might do that one day. Well, you know, I try, I try every year to to watch the the films that have been nominated. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, I didn't know that. So, okay. uh, so this year I I I, I saw Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. I finally saw Oppenheimer. I finally saw Barbie. Isn't Oppenheimer? That's on a uh, Paramount now, right? Is it? I I'm think pi- so. I, I'm gonna be pissed off because two weeks ago I, I had <laughs> to win it. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, it's on Paramount Plus, man. Is I, saw, it? I saw that. Yeah. Um, I could have waited. It was a really good movie. I saw Barbie. Yeah. Uh, thing Barbie. I thought I thought it was good. I definitely, I definitely, the message of uh, of the the toxic masculinity in our world mm-hmm. definitely, you know, you know, they they hit me on the head with a hammer with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I get it. <laughs> Man's up. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I thought I thought it was well done. Um, I thought it was a perfect a perfect way to use Will Ferrell. It Very was true. almost like like Saturday Night Live, Will Ferrell all over again. This is made for um, him, yeah. I thought I thought um, uh, Ryan Gosling, who's the best act, uh, the or the the act, the, the leading actress in it, um, Margot Robbie. Mar- Margot Margot Robbie, yeah. Uh, I thought they, yeah, I thought they did a very. A very good job. Shocking. Yeah. Margot Margot Robbie did not get nominated for uh for best actress. Yeah. And uh because I was thinking, I wonder who who else is nominated. And it's weird. See, that's where the Oscars get weird, right? Because it's like the movies could be making the movies that be winning be like nobody saw it. It made negative five million dollars, but it won an Oscar. And then on the back end, it makes his money back, right? Because people are trying to see what was this movie about. But I'm with you. It's like there has to be some recognition of the large movie, but I guess it is nominated. But, so but like the, think- the director and Margot Robbie, they they have they weren't nominated, but Ryan Gosling was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. I think they've done a better job of that. Yeah. Um, of of uh, did Infinity War did Infinity War win an award? Listen, no, they ain't do good enough. Not, if but, if Endgame but, don't win, they <laughs> suck at this. But I'm saying, okay. They've done a better job of of uh, giving some fanfare to the uh, to the blockbuster, to the more blockbuster man, films. They, they be giving out best sound awards, you know what I'm saying? Best graphics, man. They don't even be them, them awards. They be on the show, okay? You got to Google those. If Endgame and Infinity War don't win, uh, ain't winning an Oscar. None of these none of these shows should. We'll wrap up with this one, man. So twenty years. Mean Girls. I don't think Good I've ever movie. seen Mean Girls. I've Good never movie. seen Mean Girls. I don't think I've ever seen Mean Girls. Yeah, yeah. And so now they got the that new. Was, that uh, was an HBO out. catch. I, that was a good movie. Gotcha. They got the new film musical coming out now. That's set to. That's actually released according to this January twelfth. So that's out already. So you guys check it out. The new film adaptation of the musical Mean Girls, and that's Lindsay Lohan. Remember, remember when she was like the biggest thing on earth? Yeah. I mean, it was like everything she did was a uh, was amazing. And now it's nowhere to be found. Last thing, Avatar is 15 years old. But I mean, I guess we knew we knew that because of Avatar 2 that came out. Maybe I mean, it took 15, it took almost uh 17, 14 uh, years. James, that James Cameron went uh went straight uh Axel Rose and Q tip on us. Oh go. He said, No, not ready yet, not ready yet. 
That brother Wilder, man. It wasn't perfect, but he finally, yeah, finally brought out part two. Part one was good. I saw it at, at IMAX. Avatar. Yeah. Yeah, that was a kind, you know, that's a movie where while I'm when when I went to see it, I was like, yeah, I'll go watch it just because everybody else is this. And in the movie, I'm like, I'm why am I emotional? And I'm very emotional. And when my man chose to live that new life, I was like, yo, bruh, wow. You crazy in the mug. They ain't gonna do this thing. But that movie was uh it was actually was a great movie. I'm I'm cool on Avatar too, though. I got way too emotional about these lives of people that it's just I'm cool. I'm out. I'm out. I'm sure it's gonna do well. So that's good. Uh but yeah, so make sure you guys check out some movies this time around and uh try to see those. If if those were some if some of those movies you hadn't seen, check them out. So I think I'm so it's terminated for you. Green Mile, we definitely gotta watch because yeah. they went out of those wars, man. Just dog on it. Sound like we need a pie for movies. Okay. Uh, look at that. <laughs> All right. So speaking of movies and shows, so this is according to Mashable.com. Netflix signs a deal with uh, WWE to exclusively stream live weekly Monday Night Raw. And I don't know if you haven't heard of the numbers of the deal. is $5 billion deal. So w- years? 10 years. 10 year, five billion. So what's that? 500, 500, 500 million, million a year. And so, um, wow. Netflix has an out after five. Go ahead. That's just one episode a week. One episode a week, bro. Our tennis king, dog. <laughs> I mean, but they, they, don't they, get, they don't get nothing else. Yeah, yeah. And but so Monday that, Night Raw. And they raw, but see, this is uh, you know, we've we talked about it a bit, but also a lot of media podcasts I listen to. Shout out to the town with Matt Bellany on the ringer, they're just talking about how people are trying to figure out this whole um, you know, putting sports on streaming. That was kind of the next phase, right? Because it's the streaming wars that Netflix clearly won. Um, but that you know, but because think about how TNT sports with uh, hockey. And basketball, that's on Max, and they got a they got a partnership with Max. So you see the beta testing now, because soon they'll be charging for that. Um, I think on Peacock they had that. Well, they used to have. I guess they couldn't come up with the money. They used to have WWE. No, no, they still have it. But I'm saying, but no, but one, I think once this deal goes through, no, no, well, they just, no, no, I mean, no, no, it was just Monday Night Raw, right? They only get Monday Night Raw. They still Peacock still gets the uh, all of the past programming is on there. Okay. Um, I think all of the uh, um, for the premiere event mm-hmm. packages, so like That's your okay. your WrestleMania, Royal, Rumbles, yeah. Royal Rumble, and all that is still through Peacock. And then, they, they signed a ten year deal on that. And then Pe- Peacock also has football, soccer, and Amazon Prime has soccer. But the whole thing is like they even saying with this new NBA deal, there's going to be a big streaming part and part of it. I mean, I would imagine. Max might be involved since they already got TNT or Apple is a sleeping giant that, you know, Apple just got money to blow. So might, might as well blow it on some content. But that's going to be something, man. Like, what do, you, what do you think of, like, sports on streaming platforms where ultimately you're going to have to pay for it, right? That's that's what we're that's what we're trying to figure out now. Um, yeah. Will will you the question is, will you will you pay an extra fee? To see the national game package. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know, I think cuz it for... can't be um, um, I mean unless the the networks are going to or the I said the networks. The streaming services are going to, you know, 
are going to dish out for it and just put that up as a part of their free programming or mm -hmm. their you know programming with with said streaming service so if yeah. if uh if paramount buys the nba package mm -hmm. you know uh as a hypothetical are you going to charge an additional uh fee to watch that or is it just going to come with with the package, I don't, I don't know, I don't, well, I don't so, know, so, I don't know if there are that many uh, diehard sports fans that are going to want to pay for that. Well, see, with TNT on Max, like the Bleach Report, all that stuff, they're testing it just to see how many people will engage with it. But the plan, as I understand it, is to charge an extra fee right. for the sports stuff, which I think is trash. But I mean, I guess I don't think I don't think, there, I don't think there are that many. I don't think there are that many diehards out there. No, 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 because I mean, it's because then what's the uh, league pass, right? What does that become? The NBA has its own network, right? Has its own, can has its own um, app and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's going to be specialty things. Like, for example, they had that one playoff game on Peacock that nobody could find, right? Or like the NCs. They the said N 23 million people watched. Right. But see, so I think, I think you can do it in special cases like the Black Friday game or the in season tournament. Again, you know what I'm saying? Monday Night Raw, right? I feel like the smart play is to make the specialty joints like so, like maybe the probably the all see the All Star game being streamed for the NBA, right? Just something like that, yeah. like even or even this Pro. You know, Bowl I'm not thing. buying it, but you're not watching it now, so it doesn't matter. I'm, that's what I'm saying. So, so, so the Pro, but like the Pro Bowl <laughs> the festivities. Oh, definitely, me. definitely that could be on be, that could be on Paramount. Definitely Plus. won't be paying for that. No. Yeah, because I feel like the leagues they they take number they want the numbers over the money, you know what I'm saying? I think if they if you had to ask which one is most important, even though you of course the money is what you want, but they want to say thirty million people watch the finals or you know twenty million watch this playoff game, they'd rather say that than we got five billion dollars. I mean, of course they want that, but I think oh yeah they the want that, run, that money yeah, absolutely in the long run. It's always who can we sell it to next. I think that's that's it's probably a long of the long game. Yeah. There, we'll there, to next. there is going to be a time when uh when all sports are gonna be streamed. That that day is coming. Well, I everything about to be streamed in a minute. I mean, we shout out to you know Comcast cable. We always gonna keep our cable. Shout out to y'all. Um but it's but like it's gonna be a time. Yeah, it's, I'm it's saying that, that, that time is yeah. coming and uh we're gonna be paying more for that than we are for cable bills. Yeah. Did you know that Triple H is the COO of uh, yeah. WWE? That's yeah. wild. You know, man. He, he married uh, Stephanie McMahon. Man, in I real used, life. it's funny. I used to watch wrestling all the time, and then one day I just stopped. You know what I'm well, saying? It, it's like say, one day I just stopped, man. I knew I knew everybody, everything. I mean, everything. I, was gonna say, I just stopped. Wrestling right now, I couldn't tell you a, a, a Nothing. wrestler. Nothing. That's a part of this of this era. I I I have not been tuned in. But now I will say my sons, they'll go, hey dad, can watch wrestling. I'm thinking next time they come to Chicago, I'll just take I'll take the shit marks. Take them to a Brooke, match. Yeah, because Brooklyn like that kind of she's just like when it's loud and people in there screaming. Like she like uh Shaz at Broski, he took us, took me and the kids to uh monster trucks and she loved it. I mean, yeah. We both thought she was gonna just tear that place up. She had a ball. It's like okay. WWE it is, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, but shout out, yeah, shout out to Netflix. I mean, and then, it, you know, if this works, 
who knows what sports will be on um, Netflix moving forward? Because Netflix is the behemoth. Like they won streaming wars because I say they won because, you know, before it was everybody's going to keep their content to themselves, which is when it got everybody had to get a, a different, everybody had to have their own login to something. But now they're back to selling content to Netflix because they can't, people can't, they didn't have enough money to keep up their own streaming services. So they have to license it to Netflix. And Netflix just keep making money. It's the craziest thing ever, man. Yeah. Shout, shout out to Netflix, man. So, as I want to change gears for a bit, man, because uh, you and I talked a bit about this before we got on the, on the episode. So, before I get into the story, I just want to share something with you guys about the library. It'll make sense when we get to the story. Like that, the library is, a very, is an important place to me because when I was in college, my first job in college, I was uh, I worked in a library. And I went to school out east. A lot of people didn't drive. So because I was out from Chicago, you know, we we wanted to drive, could drive. I had a very important job to, to drive books and carry them from the, different, the different libraries and bring them back. And I mean, I learned a lot about a library, like the importance of it, cataloging. I mean, I learned a lovely place. Fast forward, having kids, the library became a great place to like to take the chipmunks, right? I mean, it's three uh, you know, in the neighborhood, kind of walk. You can make a nice two-hour trip out of it if need be. You can get lost, kids. You're lost in the books. You know what I'm saying? They have always have activities, have games. You know, in Chicago, Chicago Public Library, they have the Club 81. That's a new promotion now. Uh, but it's more like you you get passed to the museum. You know, they have different shows. They show movies there. They have different events there. You can, you know, you got to print some, run to the library. Shoot. It's been pretty nice. I, I just needed like a quiet space to go sit in the library, man, to hang. Now, I'm saying all this because there's a story on WBEZ Chicago. Uh, it's an NPR station about the south suburbs, Ford Heights. And the headline is, Ford Heights hasn't had a library in almost 30 years, but collects taxes for one. So essentially, this south suburb has collected more than $100,000 in taxpayer money over the last decade. But it's the mystery to where this money is going. So How the much? money's still a hundred thousand dollars, bro. <laughs> now the former person who was the head, the head of the library, he kind of keeps a makeshift library in a location that's also serves as a place of worship. But he's like, I don't know where the money going, right? And they still keep getting money every year. And the sad part, it was like, of course, this affects a predominantly black neighborhood, and and they and I didn't this the, those students technically can't go or those people can't go to another library because technically. Their neighborhood has one, right? So, for example, not go to, they can't get a library card. The library card grants you a lot of access to whatever service that they have. So, like, there's an Oakland uh, uh, library by me. It looks dope from the outside, but I can only go in and walk around. I can't get no card because I'm from Chicago. So, same thing with these people. They they don't have access to the benefits of a library because technically the on the book somewhere they say they have one. But as you and I were talking just about the corruption in the South Suburbs, bruh, like I saw a lady get busted on TV because uh, she was like the mayor and something else. But she clocked, she <laughs> submitted a pay, a, uh, a work form, you know what I'm saying? That's saying that she worked 300 hours in a in a two week pay period. I saw like, that. That was, that was Dalton, right? Yeah, and the yeah. check the check yeah. came out to like three hundred bands. Like, man, if you gonna hustle, <laughs> this is why you caught. You know what I'm saying? This you d dumb. Like, okay, okay, you came up on a lick. Got it, got it. Okay, 
you you somewhere they ain't watching. But bro, you three hundred dollars. Like, dude, you somebody should say, okay, this ain't even realistic. Like, let's chop this up. Let's make it like maybe ninety hours. You know what I'm saying? So we can look realistic. So nobody asks the questions. They got to ask questions. Three hundred hours. What's going on in the South Suburbs, man? But yeah, it's but it's like you know this is it. It's a really sad story just because, you know, this community is suffering for it. Like uh, Ford says, Ford Heights hasn't had a real standalone library in about thirty years. Wow. But again, $100,000 in taxpaying money over the past decade, although it's a mystery to where the money is going and why volunteers instead created a makeshift library the size of a dining room. <laughs> like, how are people well, getting away will, with this stuff? Well, I will say, in their defense, $100,000 over a decade is not a lot of money for a library. No, no, no. A year. Hundred grand a year, right? No, it's over. It's over the past decade. Am I reading this right? Oh, you're right. I said I read that wrong. But I mean, but still, man, even still, know. wait, wait, wait. A hundred grand yeah. a year is not a lot of money. No, no, not at all. Not to at support all. to support a building. Yeah. So they never plan on it. So, a, so somebody person to yeah. absolutely, yeah. Somebody pockets money for real. Someone you got. You got to have at least three people. That are that are actually working in said building, you gotta you know maintain the building. The hundred thousand yeah. dollars that ain't doing nothing. And see, we talked about this like the south suburbs. It's like you said it before, riding through Harvey, riding through. You know, it's like yo, what happened? Like it makes really. Even me appreciate living in Chicago, dog, because it's like at least the stuff, the garbage gonna get picked up, lights gonna be on. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff gonna be right. I know people hate the city, but hey, man. He take it for granted. Yeah, the south, the the some of the south, the south suburbs, man. Over the last twenty five years, man. Yeah, they they've gone through it, man. And remember when it was like, yeah, so and so moved to the suburbs. Oh, y'all better go. Okay, we, y'all like yeah, that. Not right. not anymore, man. No, I was like, you live in the suburbs, like yeah, <laughs> not anymore. And that's not yeah. all south suburbs. Right, right, right. Before y'all kill us, we yeah. just there's, there's talking some about that. You know, you know, you know where you are. Most of. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and it and it's because of uh, of poor leadership in 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 their local governments. That's, that's yeah, what because, it comes down to. Because again, like you said, well, par partially, partially. Well, uh, but also, it just seems like there's a lot that the oversight isn't strict. Like I feel like in Chicago, it's it's like to get away with this stuff. It had to be like a whole process. Everybody was in on it. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a big deal in the suburbs. I feel like, hey, if they don't, if they ain't watching enough. <clears throat> we if we just kind of keep the numbers low, then nobody will pay attention. So because yeah, because who's who's the who's overseeing is this the state, right? Right, and I would and imagine. So who's? I mean, I would imagine if the governor's office has some kind. So, so now, so now they're probably gonna sell on this. I mean, best believe they're gonna fix this quick, fast, in a hurry. I mean, JV might have a hundred bands in his pocket. Like, look, man, look, just, just tap throw that on there and call it a day. But. Yeah, it's like, but it's, it's wild because, you know, Chicago stayed, they said, we stay getting watched. You know what I'm saying? About everything. Look at this poor guy in the volunteer, he's the uh, the the president of the of the volunteer library board. Yeah. In this one room, room with, with a couple books in it. Yeah, ain't no kids coming in there, man. Oh, man. Ain't no kids coming That's in That's terrible. Man. Yeah, if you guys get a chance, check out the story on WBEZ. 
dot org and and, go, and put in Ford Heights. Is I mean, you know, we we kind we're not necessarily making fun of it, but it's like truly, it's a very sad story, and and it's like a library is a very important place again. If you have small children, even you go yourself. Like use your library in your local neighbor neighborhood and local area. I mean, those are beautiful places, and that this community is robbed of their library, and nobody knows why. That that's the big problem. You know what I'm saying? I heard you. Uh, and this is getting a little bit off subject, but yeah. uh, you can actually check out uh, digital books. Yeah, through the library listen, now. So you, listen, so you can go to the library. You know, you check out the book and then, you know, it'll, they'll send it to your to your device or whatever. You can read it. You know, I think they give you a month or whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But then if if you haven't finished it, you can just recheck it out and they'll, they'll, they'll give you the access. So, uh, so yeah, that's that's awesome. Listen, man, the library, you know, you can they'll you get like 60 minutes to 60 minute sessions on a computer. It's like if you don't own one. Right. And the library card is free. You can just kind of do your deal, check your internet, check your whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like when I take the kids, the boys get on the internet and like they can't just search anything, right? They can only search like educational games. And they're doing that for 30, 45 minutes. I mean, Brooklyn grabbing a book or she's coloring. It's like you just trying to kill time. It was a really great space. And and it's different, you know, it's not it's not a tablet, you're not just, you know doing something it's actually and then you know you look up on some books kids and i got a system now it's like they saw me in the three coming right pause and it was like i got the bag so they say hey kids they throw us free man we had to go our, the library we go to once was doing have renovations so we went to a new one it was in it was i mean it was in the hood hood adjacent but when we got there it was like wait a minute y'all coming in here Lady ran back, gave me bags, signed the kids for all kind of stuff because kids. She just, was she was happy to see dude, you, dude. Because kids weren't going, yeah. giving us books, giving us. I mean, I got book bags in here because I because I'm at the library often. You know what I'm saying? And like nobody's bringing kids there anymore. And they're like, sir, nobody's been by here. Please come back. You know what I'm saying? It's just. Once the new one got rented, once our, our regular one got renovated, I, I was thinking we should probably stay here. But, you know, the kids like the other one. It's all good. But definitely, we're going to slide back there here and there because it's like they were giving the kids like snacks. It's like, you coming next week? Yeah, we'll be here next week. They had stuff waiting for the chipmunks when we yeah, got there. Yeah. Because it's like they had all this stuff. They got to spend it. But no kids were coming. And, you know, and not to say like my parents, or, you know, I don't know about you, like they wouldn't say send me to the library. But it was like, it was up the street. I've been in it before, you know what I'm saying? But it was like, I think it's such an undervalued yeah. uh, part we of go, our city. The, the library, for me, I lived two blocks from the library. So it mm -hmm. was it was definitely a place I could go to and, you know, uh, like you said, go to a quiet space and, you know, read a book. And people, they were really nice. So, uh, so I remember that from my childhood. Yeah, because I mean, Shout we out just, to the Blackstone Library. Yeah, we just, I think we have to start thinking of our alternative spaces for, for not just kids, for everybody, right? It's like you're in your house, you know what I'm saying? You got your headphones in your ear and that status. Like, you walk to the library, it's, you can learn, find new music, you know what I'm saying? Like, depending on your library, you might have a meeting room <clears throat> like that you can rent out for free. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just want to meet up with people, but you don't want to do it at the house. I understand that. Hey, go up to the library. 
They give it to you. Just got to sign it out with your yeah. card. That's it. Um, What's the library? Carter G. Woodson. Carter G. Woodson, right? They have this big, beautiful kids section. It's like a whole other library. It's a lot of Black history stuff in there, right? And it's like, you know, there was a period where the kid, you know, now, of course, they, they are very cemented in their, their history and their culture. But it was like, no, we're going to see this so you guys can understand who you are. Oh, that's from the library, dog. So again, this is read the story just makes me sad. But wherever you are, wherever you're listening, if there's a li- library in the neighborhood, use it. Like it's your, you know, depending on if I uh, guess if it's Dalton, your taxes going to somebody's pocket. But uh, shout out to Dalton. Nah, I mean, I didn't know somebody <laughs> who actually is a and Dalton. My bad, man. Nah, I didn't mean Dalton, oh, South Suburbs. But if you're on location and it has a library, you should use it. You know, if you get, especially if you got kids, it's a great location for you to check out for sure. But check out the story, WBEZ.org. So, as I want to end with this, then we got here, man. Uh, I had a conversation with some friends and we were talking about fear. And, uh, you know, I think as the new year starts, you know, people had their resolutions and they probably giving up on them already. You know, they still got time to start, start over and, and start again. But, you know, one thing about fear is that it scares people away, right? That's the whole thing. It scares you from doing something, right? You know, people are scared to talk in front of a group or they're scared to try something, right? Scared to do whatever, so they stay away. But also, fear can scare you into something, right? It can scare you into a relationship you don't want to be in, scare you into a job you really don't want to have because you want to try anything different, right? And so we got to be mindful of fear, and not, and it's a it's a two way street with fear. It can scare you into something, and scare you out of something. But make sure whatever you're doing when you make your decisions, it's not based out of fear. Now I will say sometimes fear is good because it makes you aware of your surroundings. You know what I'm saying? If you're scared of a bear, your neighborhood, you're looking around. You ain't just walking to that car. Your head's on a swivel. But so if you're going if you're going have fear, you got to use it the right way. But don't let fear scare you away from something or scare you to something. Cause that, cause running away from something is just as bad as running to something with the, for the wrong reasons. So don't let fear be the be the determining factor in your reasoning. And we and we have to be honest with ourselves when we make a decision. Am I doing this because I'm scared? Like you know what I'm saying. It's, and if the answer is yeah, that's okay to say. You got to say it. You know you can't fix it if you don't know it. Uh, but I do. I do want. I just want to share that with everybody because that had been on my mind since I had the conversation with the, with, with the homies. Shout out to them. They know who they are. If they're listening. But uh, thank you guys for checking out the Super Duper Pie. We do not take your listeners lightly. Make sure you follow us on all socials, Super Duper Pie, S-U-P-A-D-U-P-A-P-O-D, uh, and at HP53 Productions. As I miss anything, sir. No, I think you covered it all. No problem. Thank you guys again. Really appreciate y'all. Take care of yourselves and each other. Oh, before I forget, is Valentine's Day is 21 days away, fellas. So you got 21 days, right? And uh, also, it's 14. It's 50 days away. If you know, you know. Make sure you take care of yourselves. Ain't nobody celebrating that, man. Hey, hey, listen. If if your lady has plans already set on March 14th, bring up with her right now. Mine mine definitely is not celebrating that. Let me tell you. We can move on. <laughs> this is a super duper podcast. Now that champagne, if you was I, would you be off on
this campaign is a suicide if you know that bringing hope here is how careers die or do the case stand for kamikaze for jay silent it's everywhere you can feel i'm falling sure lately i've been up late with what? demons in my basement trying to get me to hate this what? life thinking i should be further and then i choke up as soon as i got silent then the truth spoke up this said how you know you ain't perfect let that soak up and soak in you know how you know that you're blessed i woke up